Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David, bringing you alongside with Pastor John Matthews. And what a day has it been. How we Woo-hoo! doing? <laughs> How we doing this late evening, sir? Getting ready for Good Friday. Amen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Amen. And I think according to... Um, uh, Jewish time law. I think we're already in it. Yay! <laughs> amen, amen. So we thank God for that. We do have a lot in store for everybody tonight, but we just want to give a quick heads up and reminder that service will be held at Lake Vista Park uh, at eight thirty promptly. So we're asking everybody who's listening to this, hopefully before this sun, this coming Sunday. Get there early. Bring your masks and your blankets. Mask, blankets. (laughs) uh, Fur boots. (laughs) But just make sure you get there early because they will be uh, checking your temperature and everything. We want to get everybody seated because we are starting promptly. Yeah, communion. We're going to have a great day. Amen. So we're looking for that. Uh, So with that, let's go ahead and look uh, look to heaven right now. Father, we thank you again for this opportunity, for your word. Uh, for your grace and mercy that are new every day. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come together uh, and have good conversation, Father, uh, because it's about you. Anytime we talk about you, Lord, it's a good conversation. And I thank you for that, Lord. And I thank you for uh, all that you're doing in our lives and how you're strengthening us and keeping us. And I ask you to touch those right now that are uh, feeling a, a sense of loneliness, a sense of without. Let them know that you're there, Father. Yes. Uh, encourage them. Use the word to to bring joy to their life right now, Lord. Uh, give them give them a sense of confidence and trust in you that you can do all things, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 So uh, today um, we want to, I guess, journey on into the Book of Acts. The 26th chapter, and uh, we want to talk about some things to hopefully help us um, with our walk with Christ and and some of the things that God has kind of uh, commissioned us to do. You know, people always wondering, you know, uh, all right, I've given my life to Christ, uh, I've surrendered, uh, I've done all these things now. You know what, what? What's my purpose? What am I? You know what am I here to do? Um, you know, and that's that's a great question, especially for somebody that's new, mm-hmm. and for somebody that's probably unlearned and but been in the church a long time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we want to look today from the book of Acts, chapter. Yeah, two. one of the things that uh, it, what what a great privilege we have. Of knowing that Jesus Christ was God's sacrifice to to give us an opportunity to be in His family. Yes, I mean what um, that's what the, the Resurrection Day or Easter, as many will call it. That's really what it's all about. I mean, it should be just a time of celebration. We should be, but. We shouldn't just be happy about it on on that day, 
we, we should, because we walk in this privilege, we should be excited about it each and every day. And thereby, we should want others to have that same excitement. Yes. So p- part of, of, of what God is saying is, you know, this is good news. This is too good to keep to yourself. And, and, and he gives us an opportunity by his divine intervention. He gives us opportunities. He, he uh, situates us and fashions uh, our lives so that we have opportunities to let others know. And, and that's every Christian. Amen. Amen. So, so it's a responsibility and a duty of every Christian to, to offer the opportunity to those that don't know Christ to offer the opportunity for them to receive the same, to, to, to know him, to be forgiven of their sins. To, to come, and, and it doesn't matter the, the, the position uh, of the sinner. Amen. Because, see, sometimes, you know, we, we, you know, we look at a drug addict, a drug dealer. Oh, man, I need to go tell them the story. You know, uh, the, the prostitute, you know, uh, uh, we see a young mother with, with no husband, with five kids, and they all got different dads. Oh, she needs to know Christ. No, the president needs to know Christ. The senators need to know Christ. The CEOs. The CEOs need to know Christ. You know, so this is what we need to realize, that a soul that has not given themselves through confessing and believing on Jesus to God as Savior and Lord, they're going somewhere that they don't really want to go. And they're going to miss out on all that God has for them in in this life, even before they they know about the life to come. Out of love, out of out of understanding, and love, we should want to tell others about Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, uh, here in in Acts twenty six is a perfect example of 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 what we're we're speaking of. Because here Paul, he's on his way to Rome to stand before uh, the Roman emperor, but even before then, he has an opportunity to, to speak to some, some, uh, some high-level politicians, some, some kings. And, and uh, here, here is that, that opportunity, an unusual opportunity that he has to, because not everybody had this opportunity, David. Right. Not everybody, and and he was, but he was ready. He was prepared. God designed this moment and gave him this opportunity. And that's something we should be mindful. You know, some of the things that we're going through in life, uh, and and the experiences that we're you know um, experiencing, it, it's all a setup. Yes. And and a lot of times we may not realize it because we're actually going through it at right. the moment. Right. And 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 hopefully through this lesson tonight, uh, you'll be able to be more cognitive uh, of that, so that when that opportunity does present itself, you know how to handle yeah, yourself. Every day, you know, family. I've I've had opportunities at family reunions. I've had uh, opportunities at uh, leadership retreats with businesses. You know, I've had you know opportunities you know in in uh, after a, a training session, yes. you know with with new recruits. You know, you never know 
but you should be ready. And when God sets it up and gives the opportunity, you know, push the go button. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, well, the Bible teaches we, we, we should always be ready for the hope that lies within us. Yes. Because, uh, and we can't be fearful, mm-hmm. nor should we be ashamed. Well, our love should, should be greater than our fear. Amen. God has not given us a, a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of sound, sound mind. Amen. Yeah. We should walk so in the power and love. Amen. With the soundness of mind about what salvation is and, and what it brings. That that we can't let the enemy's tool of causing us to fear or, or, or get caught up in our pride. We can't let the enemy do that to us so that we withhold such a great opportunity for someone else. Amen. And, you know, even even on the job, you know, sometimes we may get to the point where, you know, uh, they, they always had the certain rules, you know, you don't talk about politics, you don't talk about religion, mm-hmm. and I forgot what the other one was. The competition. <laughs> uh, but, you know, those are like taboo topics. Um, but you got to understand, God is also giving you the spirit of discernment, and he's also allowing you to be wise in situations. Oh, wise as serpents, harmless as doves. He'll he'll let you know when a door is open. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta run there in and 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 just go after it. Uh, how many people have we missed uh, being a blessing to? Walking by an open door that we didn't take advantage of. Yeah, door of their hearts wide open. We see it. We peep in, but we don't go. Amen. Got to go. You know, we don't know if this person is going to have, you know, another day's opportunity. Yeah. Now is the time. The day when you hear my voice, we got we to let them know that God is ready for them. Yes. Acts 26, verse 1. So Agrippa, this king, said to Paul, you have permission to speak for yourself. Then Paul stretched out his hand and made his defense. I consider myself for real quick. We see right there that God is giving him the opportunity. He set it up. He set it up. So he recognizes the opportunity. Yes. I consider myself fortunate that it is before you, King Agrippa. I'm going to make my defense today against the accusations of the Jews, especially because you are familiar with all the customs and controversies of the Jews. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. My manner of life from youth, spent from the beginning among my own nation and in Jerusalem, is known by all the Jews. They have known for a long time, if they are willing to testify, that according to the strictest party of our religion, I have lived as a Pharisee. And now I stand here on trial because of my hope in the promise made by God to our fathers, to which our 12 tribes hope to attain, as they earnestly worship night and day. And for the hope I am accused by Jews, O King. Why is it? Real quick, I just wanted to say this. Uh, For those that are listening, Paul understood the audience of who he was speaking with. Yes. And, and that's, that's critical because there may be some of you in certain uh, predicaments, you got to know who you're talking to and how you're addressing them. Mm-hmm. Because if you come off just, you know, 
uh, 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 you know, preach a hell of fire, you know, you're going to lose that person real quickly. That's a good point because whether it's uh, uh, witnessing, teaching, preaching, you know, you got to know the audience. You know, you, you, you've got to be sensitive to who is God having you to, to give his word to. And and to be the most, it's a it's a skill. Yeah, be mindful. Right? Yeah, be mindful and and know how to choose your words wisely. Choose your words wisely, semantics, so that you reach them and and you're you're able to bless them. So he says in verse eight, why is it thought incredible by any of you that God raised the dead? Because that was the big argument. No. Mm-hmm. I myself was convinced that I ought to do many things in opposing the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And I did so in Jerusalem. I not only locked up many of the saints in prison after receiving authority from the chief priests, but when they put to death or were put to death, I cast my vote against them. And I punished them often in all the synagogues and tried to make them blaspheme. And in raging fury against them, I persecuted them even to foreign cities. Mm. In this connection, I journeyed to Damascus with authority and commission of the chief priests. At midday, O king, I saw on the way a light from heaven brighter than the sun that shone around me and, and those who journeyed with me. And when we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the guards. And I said, who are you, Lord? And the Lord said to me, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. But rise and stand upon your feet, for I, am, I, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a servant and witness to the things in which you have seen me and, and to those which I have appeared, delivering you from your people and from the Gentiles to whom I am sending you, to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Can you imagine the experience that he's having now, having been so so diligent and so fervent and working so hard, you know, to stamp out what he thought was some new thing that someone had thought about that wasn't Christ? only to find out from Christ himself that, that you were actually an enemy to the kingdom of God. He, he was actually blaspheming against those that he was trying to cause to them to blaspheme. Yes. <laughs> now he knows that he was trying to cause them to blaspheme, but he didn't realize know, that. He back didn't then. realize back then he was just trying to get them to change horses. You know, it's like, no, 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 ride with me. Don't get, you know, get up that Jesus thing. It's so sad though. How, how many, uh, you know, have been taught wrong mm. or, or been trained ineffectively in, uh, to believe in something that that has holes in it? Or better yet, trained so effectively 
that that's all they know. They stuck. They don't want to hear anything else. Stuck. You know, and and any of us can can fall into that trap. That's why iron sharpens iron, and we need to continue to uh, to be taught, Stu- study to show ourselves. Study. We need to study. We need to to be in relationship with those that can help us to see and grow and nurture us to, you know, to come to higher heights and deeper depths in God. It's it, it's not something. It's not a a moment that you're one and done. You know, I had that one day. I said yes to Jesus, and okay, I got my fire insurance. I'm moving on. No, 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 no. It, it, there's a a continuous growth that God is asking each and every one of us to take on in our journey through the rest of our lives. We grow and we we grow in our bond and our love for Him, which automatically is going to cause us to grow in our our love and our our bond to others that we want them to be a part of this family. But you got to seize those opportunities. You got to see like Paul saw here. I got a chance to 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 actually speak and and give a word for Jesus to to the king. And he did it. And and as you read this and listen, even though and this is what I love about Paul. Even though this man was so well versed in scripture, he knew God's word. Oh man, did he he had been trained since he was a child and he was yes. one of the best and he had been trained by the best. Yes. But so often when you look at how Paul ministered to bring others into salvation, he simply told them his personal testimony. The beauty of a personal testimony is it's personal. It's yours. And when you know that you know that you know what happened between you and Jesus, whether it's on Damascus Road in Paul's case, or if it's number 26 in Triple T Apartments or on a Wednesday night in Tallahassee, in my case, when you know that you know that you know, you can walk and talk in confidence with a determination and in power because God's going to back you up. But people need to know. People need to hear. In this case, it was, and Paul was was so effective. Uh, David, he did such a great job of laying out the gospel uh-huh. until in verse 30 says, then the king rose and the governor and Bernice and those who were sick. So there were others. The governor was even there. And when they had withdrawn, they said to one another, this man is doing nothing to deserve death or imprisonment. Isn't that something? You know, and, and, and the part I, I really like, and I think you do too, is, uh, you know, as he was talking, uh, you know, he, he said in verse, uh, you know, after he had made his exposition, King, King Rupert, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. And, and Gripper says, in a short time, will you persuade me to be a Christian? And Paul said, uh, whether short or long, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me this day might become such as I am, except for these chains, because he was in bondage. This is, it, it, we should, just like Paul, each and every one of us, but other than some of the the, the, the challenges or 
or life experiences that we're having that are negative, every one of us should want others to have this great and blessed relationship with God Almighty through through his sacrifice, through, through his son Jesus Christ. We should want this for each and every person. So when God gives us opportunity. What do you say to somebody, Pastor, that... That's struggling with that, struggling with sharing. Well, I hate to say this, but most people that struggle to share, they got two things going on. The first one is fear. Mm -hmm. They fear being rejected, and I'll get to that in just a second. Uh, but they 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 have apprehensions. Because so many people, you know, they they have this this idea that until I've you know read read half the Bible and been through fifteen classes, you know, I mean, I gotta have all of this stuff going on that brings me to a, a level of qualification to even have a conversation about Jesus Christ, and that's just simply not true. Amen. The the, the thief on the cross. Was was teaching the other thief on the cross why he was you know dying and getting saved at the same time. The the man that had the legion of demons, you know, he came out of that experience. He wanted to go get further training, and and and, and Jesus told him, "No, just go tell your testimony. Go and tell people, you know how how God has had mercy on you. Just go and tell your testimony." And he and it says that he published the word. He did just mm -hmm. that. He went and he told everybody, and he was living proof that that of of what Jesus could do because of the the, the physical experience that he had. Mm -hmm. And then and then Jesus meets this this woman that certainly hadn't gotten her right life right. Mm -hmm. She was an adulteress, had you know run through all of these men, and 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 was still in a bad relationship. She was at the well at this particular time just avoiding being around people because of her wicked and sinful lifestyle but yet she went and told her testimony in short in short order she left jesus went into the city to people that maybe an hour earlier she would have been avoiding now instead of avoiding them she went to them and said come see a man uh -huh. told me everything i ever did and and of course they were hesitant, you know. But they came. They wanted to hear. Look, if she's if this woman is talking about church stuff, <laughs> I need to go hear what's going on. Yeah, because I mean, her lifestyle didn't say that she would be, you know, someone that would proclaim the gospel, that would talk about Jesus Christ, or even and, associate with those that are not of uh, her particular background, yes. racial background. Yeah. So you may think, well, who's going to listen to me? If you start speaking, you'll find out. Uh -huh. If you take the t time, the opportunity. So don't think that you have to have a billion years. Don't be fearful. Oh man, I may not say it right, or I may forget a part. But you know, tell the part that you know, and let Jesus do the rest. So fear. Uh -huh. it, it, now the second problem, pride. You know, especially. The fear of rejection is many times built on the foundation of pride. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna have anybody reject me because I think too well of myself. To, right? 
No, wrong. Jesus was rejected of, of men. Amen. And, and 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 what they reject today, they may receive tomorrow. But your job is to plant the seed. Amen. You know, I I I, I planted some plants before, and uh, and and they were dying, and they weren't dying because they were dying because they weren't being watered. Uh. And so you the browning, yellowing. But you know, start watering those same plants. And and the green and the growth, it happened. Sometimes we're people don't realize you're meant to plant the seed. Other times you're meant to water. It is God that brings the increase. Amen. But we hinder the increase with our lack of faithfulness in planting. We hinder the increase with our lack of faithfulness in watering. And sometimes it's just our, you know, oh, they're going to think I'm some fanatic and this, that, and that. That's your pride talking. Yeah. Paul put it uh, very eloquently. He said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God to salvation. It will get people saved. It will save them from hell. It will save them from burning and suffering. And it will usher them in to the promise that Jesus died for. Abundance in this life. Amen. And heaven before us, before his throne. Isn't that isn't your pride worth saving a soul from burning in hell forever? Isn't giving up just a little bit of your 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 fears and apprehension? Isn't that worth someone coming to know Christ? And you know it's a chain reaction, David. I think mm. about the Philippian jailer mm. and, and, and how, you know, he had watched and, and knew the commotions about Paul and then they had beat Paul and put him in jail, mm -hmm. he, he and Silas. Mm -hmm. and, and here it is in the middle of the night, the, the middle of the night, and there's, after being beaten and they're in shackles, they got wounds, they're praising God. Yeah. They're having a they worship church. service. I was going to say they're having church. They're having church <laughs> in the jailhouse. But when the angels shook the jail, the shackles loosened and the, and the gate opened. Yep. That jailer thought he was going to lose his life. And he was about to take his own life. And Paul encouraged him. No, no, we're all here. Nobody's left. And the jailer, understanding God's grace and this wonderful mercy that he's been extended, he says to Paul and Silas, what must I do to be saved? And they said, you know what? Not only are, are you going to come to, come to, to Jesus, but uh, if you mind, we'd like to talk to your family too. Amen. Your whole house this day, your whole household is going to come to know him as well. And that's what happens. Who, what person and whose households need you to go beyond your apprehensions, uh -huh. go beyond your fears, and, 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 and certainly put away your pride so that their souls can be saved? Yeah, you, you never know, you never understand the effect that, 
you know, that you have by taking the time to share the gospel with somebody. Mm -hmm. Because what you may think it may be one person uh, at a certain level, but that one other person can now go out and have a, a, a tremendous effect on other people. Yes. That you have no idea that they may know. Yes. And, and, and it's, and you really does, it doesn't even matter. All that matters is, am I doing what God has asked me to do, has commanded me to do? Yes. You know, people don't, I don't, I don't think people understand that this is a commandment from God. This is not, well, you know, you get saved and just, you know, just chill, relax, you know, send up a few prayers here and there, give you a little offering and, and uh, come, come, you know, connect with people every now and then, you know, to worship me. No, this is part of your livelihood. This is what you're being commanded to do is to go out and spread the gospel. Yes. That's regardless of where you're at on the job and the home and the laundromat, uh, Wendy's, at Tyrone Mall, at International, or wherever you may be, whatever, in whatever country you may be. This is our responsibility is to get the good news out. And when you love enough, mm -hmm. nobody will have to ask, not even God. Amen. Amen. So think about that. Take the time to 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 reflect on on your level of of commitment to getting this gospel out. And if you felt like you've fallen short, we've all had our moments. Trust me, no one's been exempt for this. We've all missed opportunities. Take the time, repent of that, and ask God to continue to use you and to give you the wisdom that you need to go forward because he's already given you his spirit. And if you have his spirit, you have the power that you need to be witness to somebody else and watch God do the work so that you can glorify him. Pastor, any final thoughts, words? Lord, I'd, I'd like to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for those that you sent to, to us to, to share the gospel with us. Thank you for their faithfulness and their love. And, and thank you, God, for just being patient with us and, and working on our hearts and allowing us to come to know you. And, Father, we just ask that you continue to work on us and work in us. Break every wall down. Move every barrier, God. Free us from ourselves that we might follow and obey you. Lord, the gospel, the truth needs to be told. There are so many in need of, of salvation. They're in need of, of your help in their lives right now. I pray for every hearer of this word that they might be inspired they might, they might receive this as an encouragement. And now, God, open doors and give opportunities. Oh, Lord, in your own special way, show each and every person when it's time. And then, Lord, by your spirit, word our mouths that we'll know what to say. And as we speak, Lord, work on the hearts of the hearers. Increase your kingdom, save and deliver souls. Let the world know, even through us, that you 
are a God of love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.